Hello and welcome to the Believe Crew podcast. The business is you. I'm Jamie White, founder of Believe Crew and your host. Let's jump right in. Welcome to today's podcast. I have LaDon Goodkey with me and she is a small business owner. And I'm curious, LaDon, if you can tell us more about how you got into your business and what motivates you. Great questions. And thanks for letting me be here, Jamie. So what happened was a serious illness led me to a technique. And then I branched out from that to see curious about what I can use it else for. And that's how come I got into money because I was often talking to coaches and practitioners and, you know, their frustration with money and how can I make more? How can I earn more? Not make more, but earn more. What can I do differently? And that's just really created a passion in me because money is so much more than the number of value. There's so much more to it than just the word money. I suppose you could say like there's so many aspects to it. That's why, yeah, I am pretty passionate about getting people to see that money is um, often a symptom, a lack of money. Let me put it that way is often a symptom of something else. So when you work with clients one-on-one, they're coming to you and they're saying, Hey, I have a money problem and how can you help me? Or what are they typically saying? That's a great question. Yeah. So what they usually come to me with is symptoms like um, I don't, my bank account keeps going down, money slipping through my fingers. Um, you know, I know I have such potential within me. How can I get that out and share it? Um, because we hide our, you know, hide those things that are good that we believe in. And so how can we, how can I take all these things and express it in my bit, my own business, right? Not just like me personally, but coaches and practitioners. We often talk about, you know, they're, they're like struggling with how can I take what I know and expand it out and earn a living from it? How often are you running into limiting beliefs that come from a religious perspective that money is bad? Yeah, all the time, all the time. That's actually probably the biggest thing they struggle with. And I don't jump right into that one um, because I find that, that spiritual aspect of us is on faith, in faith-based situations, there can be confusion around that spiritual aspect of stuff. So I don't, I love that question, but I don't jump in with people right there, right then. I kind of start with the stuff that leads up to that. That is actually one of my last processes that I talk about. And the reason for that is simply because it is such a big, big issue for people. So what are some of the things that you've learned about money that you didn't know before? Oh, yeah. You know what? It's we. OK, so we're born. We right, come into this world. We have no clue about anything. And then we start downloading everything our parents give us. Right. So we often inherit a lot of our par- parents uh, money stuff. And that's just kind of downloaded to us. So I always like starting there and just trying to break those patterns because they're really not ours to begin with. And as you break through those patterns, it's like then you can start to create your own ideas of how money fits into your world. So I always break down. We always start with those patterns of being where your tribe is. And when I say tribe, I'm not saying um I'm seeing who raised you because we're not all raised by parents per se. Sometimes it's grandparents, sometimes foster people, um, whoever that is, whatever that looks like. So we start really right there and start kind of moving into that. Well, that makes sense when you say tribe, because oftentimes schools and educators have a huge impact. And I know 
Um, I have very specific money beliefs. I was born with more of an abundance mindset mom. (laughs) And, you know, then my kids went to a personal finance class and they were told that debt is normal and credit card debt is normal. And so he came from a different perspective and he was like, why are they teaching me this? That's a great great way to put it because it's like yeah and and if you're vulnerable in that situation where you're learning something like that you take that in more right so on that note I often talk to people about how much value they have to add right because value is about our own self-worth and that is a something I started with tribe because that's usually if we start with tribe or something like that it's like oh yeah so this is a really about me but then we dive into who you are right so you're saying after after acknowledging the tribe then i have to acknowledge myself (laughs) um yeah graceful Uh way of putting it way better than me yes that is so true i remember when i was first starting to work with a coach and he was talking about our value and especially in companies and being able to charge for what we do and being able to value our worth no matter what the size of the company is you know valuing the employees, valuing what we do. And he was like, you know, we're meant to make impact. We're called to make impact. And then we need to provide value. And then the other thing that we found out is that being able to give and receive, like they, they need to flow back and forth. Right. So tell me, do you work with your clients on that too? Um, yeah. So let's just take, uh, I love your questions. You're fantastic. Um, you're, you're, you're all like, you're way ahead of me. So we're going to just back up for one moment, if you don't mind. And we're going to talk about that, um, the value we have to have to give others, because really that is such a fundamental thing to building our business, right? We get into the business we're in because we um, learn about our own value and then we share it with others, right? And believe me, every coach and practitioner in the world has been through a lot and they know that value they have to allow themselves to share. And so part of being valuable is being visible. And then you um, you talked about, oh, what, I'm sorry, can you step back? What was the words you used? Well, yeah, I love what you just mentioned. Like being valuable is being visible. That is huge. Yeah, well, it is. It is. Because how many people yeah. struggle with knowing they need to get out there a little bit more, put themselves out there, but not wanting to? I mean, I wanted to hide behind something else, a product, anything. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that's about us being very comfortable with who we are. And that's a hard one to deal with, right? Yeah. Um, when when we talked on Monday, we talked about uh, traumas, mm-hmm. bringing that in. Because what happens often with our visibility is trauma. A lot of traumas get built in our system. And we hang on to that, um, not because we want to, but because we're unable to process through it yet. And so we, mm-hmm. we one that's a huge block that we actually, I will actually address with people. Oh, yeah. So I think maybe the other thing I'm trying to remember back a little bit was about our impact and our value. And I don't know if that's helping reconnect with something else that you wanted to mention. Well, I think part of it is, is part of owning our values, owning our power. Let's talk about that. And maybe something else will come up. I apologize. I missed that point. Um, but, But owning our power, think about our power. You know, I know this is a faith based um, pod record. And I hope they don't mind me calling it this, but um, if we think of owning our power as sexy energy, 
um, forgive me that word, but but there's even there's not a negative connotation about that. It's this beautiful energy that is just um, almost becomes a magnet for um, creating what you want to do, but in a place of confidence of, of respect. Because if you think of respecting yourself and others, it's about owning that power. And we always get that power thing mixed up. It's a huge struggle because we think of not going into politics, but we often think of politics or doctors or or ministers or leaders any kind of leader who 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 misuses that and really when you own your power it's about um stepping out and into making that impact in the world that we so about that so many coaches and practitioners are so brilliant at mm -hmm. it's huge when i first started this work on this journey for myself first it was about taking care of myself physically you know, when I was feeling exhausted and giving myself permission to take time and spend a little money on the process. And then I mean, years down the road, I started to want to know a little bit more about myself and learn, you know, what are my gifts and strengths? What are my talents? What am I called to do? And this word inspiring came up and I immediately felt like, well, that's not safe. You know, what other people are meant to be inspiring, but not me. And then I had to dig into that because I was kind of at that point mentally where I had realized I had, I had a high enough level of awareness, emotional intelligence at this point to be able to say, well, why not? <laughs> because the people that inspire me are humble. Why do I think that they're, you know, power, ego driven, you know, if it's me, it's an ego. Why yes. is that true? Yeah. Are you asking me why that's true? <laughs> if you know why that's true, that'd be great. But <laughs> well, but if you think about it, though, if you think about it, we're trained to think certain mm -hmm. ways, right? Yeah. Um, and so we take that as a truth for ourselves, yeah. even though we're just being trained. Totally true. So, again, we have to break those patterns, right? Mm -hmm. Which you've done. I'm proud well, of you for that. Well, one pattern at a time, and there's another one that pops up. <laughs> Absolutely. So with the vision that you have, for yourself now in this space, what are some of the things that you think about and the impact that you'd like to make in the next couple of years? Oh yeah. Can we just step back for one moment though? Because I, I wanted to bring in, we talked at the beginning about the higher power. Yes, absolutely. Faith. When we talk about power, um, the next step for me is talking about forgiveness because forgiveness is a huge key because when we have unforgiveness and I don't mean, I mean towards people that have hurt us i don't mean that forgiveness i mean unforgiveness towards ourselves because unforgiveness towards ourselves um really stops us from moving forward it blocks money from flowing to us stops us from being i suppose you can even say being visible and allowing mm -hmm. ourselves to make that impact we want to make what you're saying speaks to the work that i did just this morning because i could feel myself pushing away clients, you know, pushing away money in a way. And I was like, what is coming up for me with this? And so I started digging into it with my internal coach, Kara, that helps me. And it was uh, something that had happened when I was 20. So over 20 years ago, there was a situation where I was in business and we'd been growing and expanding. And then I was told no more money. Don't ask for any more money. Instead of like looking at the numbers and saying, okay, what, you know, what is this investment that you're asking about? It was just no more money. 
And so all of a sudden it wasn't safe to receive money or, you know, be in a place to ask for money. And so those things hold me back today. It's just amazing how I don't realize that that's the piece, right? But being able to freely give and freely receive and then, and then, of course, not only did I have to forgive the other person, but myself, <laughs> that's exactly what happens for me. Yeah. But which was harder? Mm, myself. It's about, right? we're, we're hard on ourselves, yeah. especially people that are more spiritually minded. Mm, yes. People that we look up to, people that we think, yeah, absolutely. That's been a challenge. So, so I'm getting this feeling from you that you kind of have a process that you take people through and you realize, okay, let's identify the tribe. Let's look at you. Let's look at forgiveness. What are some of the other things that you look at? I like to tap into that um, higher power. We talked about that right at the beginning. I said, can we wait on that a yeah. little bit? But be, and I'll tell you why, because when we're connected to that higher power, I don't know about you, but my background, I've had a lot of trauma around higher power, a lot of trauma. And so if you told me, oh, trust in that higher power, even though I know logically in my heart I should, I had to break that down into finding a way to do that. And every step I took led me closer and closer, right? So I don't like to dive into that one because it's really a hot subject. I mean, at least for people I meet, it's a hot subject. Right, right. So I prefer that some people can't even say the word um, God. So I use higher power and it's not, it's because of the connotation that God has been given. So that's kind of my last step about is connecting about that higher power. How can we connect that? Because we need that. And even though we, it's feeling safe connecting with that because we're always connected anyhow, mm -hmm. right? So that makes complete sense then. I like, I like your process. I have a tendency to just cliff dive, <laughs> cliff jump or dive right off. And that's one of the hobbies that my kids like. I like to watch. <laughs> But in uh, conversation, go. I like to cliff jump. <laughs> so yes, I took yes. you there as the first question. You were like, "Can we back up?" <laughs> absolutely. And a, and a, yeah, because that's a sensitive subject, yes. right? Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's not that you won't go there, but we by working um, one step at a time, mm -hmm. you 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 kind of soften everything into the next step. So when you work with clients on this, what do you end up seeing shift in their life for them? Uh, change in relationship with others. Mm. So if we think about money, money is all about relationships. Um, if we really kind of just take off all the fuzzy stuff, it's about relationships. So un indirectly, I'm building all your relationships in different ways, right? And so really, I see the relationships change. Um, I see them being more open to uh, being more comfortable with themselves and being more open mm. to receiving money. You mentioned very well um, about receiving money mm. and stuff and that's partly what you do and then you, you see yourself being able to achieve things that you never thought were possible because you're working um, really on the core issues of your life yeah so ultimately it's not like we can give a training on how to budget your money because if there's blockages around budgeting and saving and believing that you can spend money in certain areas it's really not going to matter no Thanks for bringing that up because I always forget that it's the most like um, it's it's our blockages that stop mm -hmm. us because really um, if if money was so simple that you um, there's lots of financial financial advisors mm -hmm. so how come they don't always work right. they don't always work because you're blocked 
in some area of your your life. Hmm. Very interesting. So if we go to the question of what is it that you would like to see as the impact that you're called to make in the next couple of years, what comes up for you? Oh yeah, that's a fun one. Um, you know what? I believe my impact is uh, I'm on that journey right now doing talking about money because there's a lot of brilliant um um coaches and practitioners and that's come my area of targeted area because I see all these people with these beautiful gifts and they're uncomfortable getting out there sharing, not believing that uh, they have they can earn the uh, money they deserve to earn with all that. And so I'm very passionate about that because I know that what they have gone through has given them every resource they need to share it with the world. And we're all at different places. So the more we become relaxed and confident with where we are right now, everything changes. And so really, um, I, I want to make that big impact, but I'm doing it in a different way. Yeah, well, you're helping unlock the potential of other change makers and influencers and people that have a different talent, you're helping them create the money so that they can continue to impact. Because if we don't create value, <laughs> then there's not as much impact. I'm exploring looking at how we can um, really tap into our real value, the gifts and talents, mm -hmm. like that creative side of us. Because as I keep moving through with people, it's like, oh, there's still that block for them. And so I am moving a little bit in that direction of trying to find, it's not that I won't give up, stop working with people on money, but how can I take and make, um, help them see their potential in a different way mm. so that they believe it. And it goes beyond the money part of it. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that because when I work with people, often my gift is to help people see their zone of genius. And I do that with a combination of, you know, what I can read in people, the gift that God has given me, as well as different personality assessments. And what I find is that when people start to hear the positives of who they are and really have someone speak into them, you're called to do this. Like this is your calling, no one else's. And these are your gifts, no one else's. And just kind of have those real conversations about that. Then again, just like you said, that, that coordinates with the money. Obviously, if you have these gifts and talents, what are you going to do with them? <laughs> and, and how can you, yeah. in my mind, turn it into a business? <laughs> That's usually absolutely a side hustle of nothing else. Or wherever it is that you're called to do it, usually there's an impact that you can make that, that has a financial aspect to it. Yes. And, you know, it's not just about coaches and practitioners, though. Some people... Um, have a flair for, I don't know, you know, even a waitress. Right. There's some waitresses that, because uh, I would, like, honestly, some waitresses are just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, there's some that don't want to be there. And that's okay. Right. But but it doesn't have to be just coaches and practitioners, right? right? Like, it's, it's, it's being comfortable with whatever gifts we've been given. Absolutely agree. I have six boys, so I get to practice on them as my guinea pigs, the four kids recognizing that it doesn't matter what age we're at, what gifts we've been given and how we're called to use them. No shame, no judgment, just these are your gifts and this is your place. And recently I heard there's an 80-year-old lady that did launch a coaching business and became a millionaire in contracts, she had a million in contracts in one year. Inspirational. You know, if someone is interested in creating impact still at 80, it's an opportunity. 
Absolutely. And you know, I, I think the thing is, is I think one mistake I know I was making it, I was so focused on my business and I'm kind of a high energy person. I like being active. So it was like, what do I do different? And my point is, is that sometimes we have to have things outside mm. the business and they are actually as important, if I dare say, as what our business is per mm -hmm. se. And because it's like I'm a runner, so it's like running, seeing having more cool experience running because, but, and it takes me out of my zone, but it reminds me of how you implement it in your right. business. You, we were talking earlier, it's one step at right. a time. It's not about, you can't jump to the finish line. Right, right. And so I always love having people encouraging them to do something totally opposite mm. because it's like, oh, that's when the fun begins. That's when you get to explore a different side of yourself. I need that reminder on a regular basis because I do enjoy business and I do enjoy the conversations that happen with it. And oftentimes I feel like it's me working in my, my gifts and strengths. And thankfully I love planning travel and I love planning adventure for my kids. So at this point I still do get outside of the business, but finding those things that are interesting to me, you know, what I found is that I was planning travel for them. And then I was going on the trips and I wasn't enjoying them. And they were like, these are the best trips ever. <laughs> so like, I need yeah. to plan a few for me. <laughs> yeah. So I can say yeah. the same thing. And it's, yeah. And it's not being mm -hmm. selfish. It's just being right. real. Right? right. Because, because we grow in so many different ways. Right. right? Yeah. Well, I love this conversation. I love everything that we've been talking about and, bringing out is there anything else that you feel like has been left unsaid or that you'd like to express you know what the only thing i i love that you brought up that lady that was 80 starting a coaching business because i think that we get in there's a few things we get hung up on age and you know we have to be perfect and i think the best thing about being alive is that we can be messy and sloppy at any age oh my goodness i love that that is a good reminder for all of us <laughs> messy and sloppy at any age it, well kind of yeah. true though isn't it yeah i have um a, a freebie i'd like to give sure. everybody it's called a money block assessment and it's basically 30 minutes free with me and if you go to my website i'll give that link to you at the end but that sure. gives you um 30 minutes with me and we just explore where what what is stopping you from um basically earning what you your potential and you get a freebie with that of a ebook that I've created. So thank you very much. I appreciate that offer and definitely good for anyone to consider. Or if anyone has never even tried coaching, you're offering three, 30 minutes with you to yeah. experience what it's like to have those conversations. I think that's great. Mm -hmm.